This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. And today, special guest, Bill Kaiser, right here in the studio for you. Bill, welcome. Bill, great to be here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. As Tony would say, it'd be the story of two Bills or whatever he likes to say. And we're giving Tony a little break today. Uh, Much needed break, obviously, for such a wild week. It's hitting all-time highs in the market. Lots of fun. We like to see that. What a crazy rebound that we've seen, especially during these times. Super duper exciting. Isn't that pretty cool, though? You know, uh, we saw, what, 33 days of massive declines in the market. We saw just a huge hits, gut punch, as we like to call it. Then we come back, right? We came back, roaring back. We're pretty much fully recovered. Some are are even more recovered, right? I mean, actually fully positive, which is awesome. Um, We like to see that because again, there's a lot of people's retirement money that is that banks on the market. And that's all there is to it. Whether you're here with us or you're with anybody else, the key right now is making sure that we stay quality. We want high quality uh, positions in the markets. Uh, we still like to go back to our dividend blue chip U.S. Uh, large cap portfolio, which is fantastic. It works well. You're constantly getting paid dividends for the stocks that you own. You're constantly getting paid for being an investor. Um, again, a little bit slower on the growth growth side, you know, but again, we're constantly receiving that dividend income. If it's three or four percent or five percent dividend income, we're constantly seeing that come into the account. If you have 50 different dividend stocks and the dividends pay quarterly, right? You have 200 dividend payments that are hitting that account. So when the markets are going down, you are still having dividend payments reinvest and buy more shares of the stocks that you own at the lower valuations, at the lower prices. So really good, really good things. We've seen tech go crazy, right? The NASDAQ, wild. Um, And and of of course, S&P and the Dow has done well. But aren't you a little worried that so few companies are holding up the entire market? Isn't that something that we think about, Bill, on a regular basis? It, it's it's hard to believe, but it it's it's happening out there. I mean, what do you got? Uh, uh, Amazon, Apple. Jeez, look at Amazon. Look at Bezos. Net worth, unbelievable. They say Bezos is going to be potentially the next trillionaire. I mean, how do they predict this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, who would have ever thought Elon Musk would be where he was? Remember back when Elon Musk was talking about uh, having a, you know, buying the whole company at four hundred bucks a share, you know, and then all of a sudden it's a thousand, then all of a sudden it's fifteen hundred bucks a share, and everybody said, "No way, you're crazy, you can't do it." He was being ousted got ousted, really, right? And we know he's a brilliant man, has wild thoughts all over the place, right? Don't agree with everything he does or 
says, but you can't argue with his brilliance. You can't argue with what, what, what he has done, what kind of uh, what, what he has created. Well, and the fact that, you know, he he was one of the main drivers to get us, you know, literally off the ground with SpaceX and and have some some folks in the in space here the, this last um, right. last few months. Amazing accomplishment and a successful landing. And I, I think that's that is, um, you know, what's great about that is that you got private enterprise that is heavily involved. That's and it's it's he set that thing up so that it's very economical, you know, for the U.S. government basically to help fund. But now you got basically private enterprise, you know, heavily involved in that in that project. And hopefully that means good things going forward for space exploration. Welcome to America. I mean, that's how it all is. It's a capitalist society. It's private enterprise and it assists the public and the public assists the private, right? Absolutely. And if you work hand in hand, it works out great. What has happened for, you know, for a long, long time around the world is all these social programs being put in place to help those who need the help. The problem is, is those who need the help, that number is constantly increasing. And I think the parameters for who gets this extra help continues to, these parameters expand, right? So we're starting to include more people in who gets all the other social help out there. And I know we've kind of switched gears a little bit from, from these companies like, like SpaceX, right? That have a public private type of venture going on. But if you think about what on the, on the public side, or you think about what the government has done in creating different programs or different health insurance programs. Um, and prior to, I remember complaining, uh, prior to the quote unquote affordable care act. Okay. My premiums with blue cross blue shield for a family of five with a $5,000 deductible were $565. Okay. Per month. And I thought that was outrageous. I did. Looks like, a, looks like a bargain now. Oh my gosh. I mean, I think they want, you know, $3,000 a month now plus for premiums with like a $14,000 deductible for a, for a family of five. That's no joke. I mean, that's absolutely insane how much it is. And so basically I'm going to give you 50,000 bucks a year um, before you cover the first dime. And, and you feel bad if you don't, because if you don't and something really happens and you bankrupt your family because you went in and had a million dollar expense, you know? Yeah, no. And there's, and I, I've been around the insurance business a long time and, and see, you've seen what this is, uh, when, when you have a lot of these government mandates put onto insurance companies, uh, you know, and, and these are, these are pricey that you can't, things aren't in a vacuum. Like, I mean, you know, and, and so the, the, a lot of the insurance companies, I mean, and I think we could, we could you know, talk ad, ad nauseum about the Affordable Care Act and, and the problems that that created. But, you know, it's if you if you tell insurance companies that you have to cover people that have pre-existing conditions, you know, then it, there's a cost to that. And, and these businesses are are they are in business. I mean, their 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 goal is ultimately to, to make a little money. Well, and, that's right. And, and they, and some might even be nonprofit. You take Blue Cross Blue Shield, right. you know, it's nonprofit it, it, and they still can't provide a, a decent health insurance plan because of the cost. I mean, can they provide a health insurance plan? Of course, that works and that covers you. Yes. Is it ultra crazy expensive? Yes, it is. Why? One of the reasons, no pre-existing conditions. Okay. I get it. I want people covered that need health insurance, period. If you want health insurance and you need health insurance, 
man, you have an underlying condition that prevents you from from being un- underwritten. Right. We want to make sure that uh, you get health insurance. So that has to be out there. But guess what? It's always been there. My mom fell in that boat. Okay, she's had rheumatoid arthritis for since she was like 17 years old. She wasn't able to be underwritten. So she was on a plan called CHIPS, Comprehensive Health Insurance Pool, I believe is what it stood for. And it was like Nebraska CHIPS and it was a guarantee issue. She could get in. She paid higher premiums. They weren't cheap, right? But a lot cheaper than they are right now for the quote unquote affordable care act. And I keep saying affordable because again, I went from $500 a month in premiums to $3,000 a month in premiums. And great, it is what it is, right? But the 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 pre-existing issue to be able to cover people with pre-existing conditions that could not otherwise get health insurance on the normal market has always been there, or at least for a very long time. I have personal experience with it. So that's one thing that kind of ticks me off. But another big piece and big expense within that marketplace is the fact that we cover all these other people now for free, and they're called subsidies. So basically... If you don't make enough money, right, we can actually get you covered for next to nothing or nothing, really. Yeah, they essentially discount your premium. Yeah, and some are discounted substantially all the way. I have clients that uh, have been in the office this week that have $2,000 a month subsidy, meaning that their their premiums that normally would have been $2,000 per month for uh, for a married couple in their 60s pre-Medicare, so they're not 65 yet. We'll get to Medicare in a second because it's really important. So they're under 65 years old. They need a bridge because they're not working right now. So they need to bridge health care insurance between now and age 65. So they go to the Affordable Care Act. Um, they have good assets, but just don't need you know a, a ton of money. So they, they turn on their social security and with their social security, they're still under uh, the income limitations. They get a full subsidy, even though they might have a million bucks in the bank. You know, this, that's real life, right? And, and, and so what, what do we say? We, we say, oh, well, we're not gonna tell them that, you know, that we need the subsidy. We're gonna help go ahead and pay the full premium. Yeah, right, who does that, right? I mean, let's just say you're worth, you know, a billion dollars, you still go in with your coupon. I mean, I, I mean, here in Nebraska, people do. Uh, I mean, we know cl- we know people with all kinds of money, and they still clip their coupons, which I think is phenomenal. And that, that's that that's our fabric here, right? And that's what you should be doing. You're always constantly watching out. I think that's really important. You know, will you just stop clipping coupons just because you don't need it anymore? I don't think so. Right. I don't think that's the, that's the plan. That's not that's not America. That's not Nebraska. That's not Iowa. That's not the heartland. Uh, you know, but so we're to this point where people are taking advantage of these subsidies that truly may not need the subsidy, you know. But again, you know, it's there. They're paying taxes. They've paid taxes all their life. And it's something that they should probably take advantage of. But it's driving prices through the roof. Now, there are some subsidies. That are, that are good to have. And there's certainly people who have paid into things and, and they deserve to have those subsidies. Absolutely. And so let, let me give you an example of, 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 of where uh, Judy came in here about a week ago and she, she came on, be, came here on behalf of her uh, sister who her income is about a thousand, thousand fifty a month, roughly. I think her sister's is disabled. And um, this is, and, and, 
and and so they she Judy came to me and said, look, I we need we need help with her prescriptions. I mean, she's paying all this money for her prescriptions. She's paying two three hundred dollars a month for her prescriptions, and she's only making you know you know just over a thousand a month. Well, did you know? Bill, that there's actually a program called Extra Help. It's it's offered through the Social Security system. It allows uh, people who are at um, who make roughly it's it's about it, it varies in terms of you, you they look at your income, they look at your assets, and 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 they will have you if you qualify for the program, you'll you'll get your dis, your prescriptions on a heavily discounted basis. Half the people that are eligible for this program aren't signed up for it. So Judy was thrilled when I got to tell her about that program and told her that this will this should help your sister. And uh, I think typically the income levels I mean, it's about thirteen hundred dollars a month or less. You got it. You're if you're single, it's seventy five. You got to have seventy five hundred. You know on on um, you know in terms of assets and no more than that. That doesn't include your house. Mm-hmm. You know so forth. It's a great program. But we got her signed up for that and hopefully. Uh, you know, she'll be able to save some money. And amen to that, because what Bill basically just said to me in a nutshell is that there are subsidies out there to help people that truly need it. Um, this particular lady truly needed the help, right? And, right and she's eligible for that help and she signed up for that help. And as Bill said, 50% of people that are eligible for that help are not taking advantage of it. These are things that you do need to take advantage of. Um, and, and there's stuff that you have paid for through your tax dollars. We pay through our tax dollars for you to have that benefit. It's something to take advantage of. What we have to be so careful with in society is throwing so many benefits out there to people that don't need the benefits, right? That they're causing everything else to be inflated in price, whether it's premiums or deductibles or whatever it is. It's almost like uh, sections of the government have come in to say, hey, we want to help all of you, so take advantage of all these programs, and basically we can now control you. I mean, come on, let's let's say it how it is. You know, and as soon as they teeter that line and they get 51% of the people controlled, right, I'm, I'm just going to throw that number out, now they have the control. They have all those people on benefits, on government benefits, relying on the government for this and that. Now they're under control. That's what scares the heck out of me, Bill, is is going down that path. But are we down that path? Oh, yeah, we're going down it. Have other countries that are way older than the United States of America gone down that path? Yes, they have. Where are their taxes now? Super high. You know, you're looking at 50% tax rates, 70% tax rates. You hear about this and you hear about, oh, well, they have free health care. Oh, you're not paying for it? The 70% of your check or 50% or 40% goes to there and you think that your health insurance is called free because you're giving 40% of your income away, you're loony. So what I, I think what you're seeing here, Bill, is you've got this constant battle between the private sector and the public sector where where you see this deal where where it's attractive for people to take advantage of these public sector you know uh, benefits. Right. And, and I think what we need to have ultimately, and I think hopefully you know we're seeing this, the, the, well, we, we need to move towards this is we need to have a, a, such a robust private sector. We need to have businesses doing so well. We need to have, you know, opportunities be created. We need to have people, you know, working. And, and if you have a robust private sector, you know, then that ultimately could take care of these folks who, who do need it. And, you know, and, and you need, and that is, 
where eventually, you know, people who are on, you know, uh, assistance programs, it, it gives them an incentive to move over on to the private sector. It does. I mean, you look at everything that we've gone through with the with the corona here since March, you know, and it, it's through, it's displaced people. It's it's uh, it's furloughed. It's laid off. Yes. It's put people at home. It's uh, kids oh. haven't been back to school, you know, and then they say, you know, you look at OPS. Sorry to pick on it, but it is what it is. You look at OPS and they say, well, if you had a mask mandate, we would have school. But because you don't have a mask mandate, we can't go to school. Well, now there's a mask mandate and they still don't go to school. Not consistent. Oh, come on now. Really? So what is it really? Uh, you know, it is what it is. Let's not downplay the virus, but maybe we should actually look at the facts. I don't know. Uh, just saying. <laughs> How do, I, how do I really feel about it now, now that we know that Nebraska football is canceled? OK, OK. Now, Billy, you know, that's a sensitive. I'm sell my core that, stock. That, that, that's a sensitive topic. You know what? The deal is in Nebraska, in Nebraska. It's sensitive for you, maybe. Oh, good grief. It's uh, I did, couldn't sleep last night because of this, because of this topic. Nebraska football is life. People. It is such an important part. Football is such an important part of Nebraska. It's an important part of Omaha. It's an important part of Lincoln. It's, part, it's very important to this entire state. And and if if we're being told, Nebraska is essentially being told that, you know, you can't go play, that I don't think that sits well with a lot of folks. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I truly hope that we could play football. I mean, we've played football for years, since the late 1890s. We've played through the last you know, uh, Spanish, flu. Spanish flu. Thank you. Uh, we played through all the world wars. We played the day after the JFK assassination. So now you were around during that Spanish flu, weren't you, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. that? 1919? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I read about it. Oh, read about it. Okay. <laughs> A little older than me folks, but hey, he's not that. I think if we, if we don't play it's, we're not living. Sure. And, and we need to live. And, uh, and we I think those, live. Those students, those student athletes, I mean, they need, they want to play. And I think uh, I was excited to see what Coach Frost, you know, said earlier in the week. Uh, we'll, we'll see where, where that all breaks down to. But I hope, I hope Nebraska plays this fall. I hope somehow they do. Yeah. And I, and I think people need to get, not, you know, now that we have a, a, a mask mandate, I can't even believe I'm saying that. But now that we have a mask mandate, um, you really have no excuse to, to not get outside and enjoy some of this uh, of God's earth and air and sun that he has given us. Uh, China gave us the virus. OK. And God gave us the, the, the air and the sun and people and relationships. And we need to make sure that uh, people it's serious. Right. We know that uh, at least that's what we're being told, that this coronavirus right. is serious and we've seen it take lives and different things. But you really, like Bill said, you have to live. You have to put things into perspective a little bit. You have to be careful. You have to be safe. You should wash your hands. Um, but I hope you were all washing your hands anyway. I mean, please. I mean, how long have we had hand sanitizer at our front desk? Like forever? You know, like, yes, please. If you go to the bathroom, please wash your hands. I mean, or just always. I always wash right. my hands. Good hygiene. You know, and yeah. wash your clothes and take showers and stuff. I mean, I think that's all really, really important. Um but if we don't live, if you don't live and, and breathe the air that we've been that we've been granted, then I think you're going to run into a lot more problems. I have a, a relative that said that she doesn't leave her house except for just a couple times a week. Um, she'll leave her place um, and she's not elderly and um, and she's not unhealthy. OK, but she's thinks that she can't leave her house because she's going to walk outside and get the Rona. And, and I just. And I told her when I was talking to her, I said, maybe it's maybe you should 
you know, go outside more often. There's Dr. Bill or my wife would call me Dr. Kevorkian, but it's Dr. You're Bill. You're not Dr. Kevorkian. <laughs> but, but, so you have Dr. Bill here telling you on the Big O Money Show that maybe that if you can do your socially distancing and you're doing all the stuff that you're supposed to do and washing your hands, that you can go outside and breathe some of that air that we've been granted, some of this beautiful air. And, and get some of the sun and the vitamin D yeah. and take your multivitamins and wash you, which is your, you went to wash you. I did go to wash Washington university in St. Louis, Missouri. Did you see that text I sent you? I did see that. And what did they say? Like something about, well, they, what they said and, and boy, this is what my lovely wife has been talking about for, for months too, is that we need to focus on, you know, boosting our immune system. Mm. And so some of the. Uh, Wash U in St. Louis, great university. Uh, they got a great medical school at at, at Barnes Hospital and, and is that down a community there. college, Bill? Uh, hardly. Okay, hardly. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, they, their their point is is maybe we ought to treat this virus using you know you know trying to boost our immune system. Good advice. Yeah, and and come. How about come into the office? We're here. We're working. Yeah. And uh, and do whatever you need to do to protect yourself, or if you need to do a Zoom call. We're not, you know, yeah. Zoom calls aren't our favorites. We like to see people one-on-one. But seriously, though, look at some of those things. Look at your portfolios. Allow us to give you a second opinion to make sure you're doing things right because the markets are moving fast. We're hitting all-time highs. Things are crazy. That's that's our job. We love it. But we're here also to protect you and make sure that we're always looking out um, for you and for your best interest. We're a fiduciary. We're a financial planning firm. And on the insurance side of our business, uh, Medicare is a big deal. Medicare is coming up. You have what, October 15th through December 7th to enroll in a new or change your Medicare plan if you're existing, if you're already on Medicare. So you have this time period, October 15th through December 7th, to make sure you're on the right plan. Uh, I cannot stress enough that how important that is. Make sure you're on a plan that gives you the free gym memberships, that gives you a built-in drug plan, that has a zero premium or a very low premium. And no, you do not have to uh, qualify for that. It is a guaranteed issue situation. So again, Uh, with massive uh, options for doctors and hospitals and all those good things and worldwide access to healthcare in network. So you have all these wonderful things that time and your time is coming up very shortly. And if you're one that's turning 65 or or retiring, coming off of an employer plan, then a lot of times your window is even larger than that October 15th through December 7th window. Definitely is. Definitely is. You know, Bill, I, I focus on Medicare. That's my main, um, point of emphasis. And, uh, what I do when I visit with folks, I always try to explain, I always try to explain, you know, what, what all your options are. And so, uh, whenever you visit with me, I'll be happy to do that with you. And, and I, I could go over all the options, you know, at, in the annual enrollment period in, in October. That's wonderful. Uh, give us a call 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. And you can always go to bigomoney.com to check us out on the web. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730. 
or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.